This broadcast is brought to you by... Welcome back. You're listening to WKRT number 82.5 on your radio dial. You are listening to the end of life as we know it. What's up, guys? Uh, Welcome back. Uh, Today's episode is going to be about relationships, and a lot of times they end in pain and crying and who knows what. I myself am kind of a sensitive guy, but, you know, I do have, you know, I can be tough if need be. Um, been in a lot of relationship with guys before, and a lot of them have turned out really bad. I had a podcast earlier that talked about actually a few of the my experiences with other men. Um, I don't understand why us gay guys have to be, you know, such weird people. I mean, I've gone to gay bars and hang out with some gay people a lot, you know, in my lifetime. Every time I walk into a club or a gay bar or anywhere where there's gays around, they always seem to judge people just based on their opinion. I mean, appearance. I mean, if someone isn't a Greek god, then they can't date them. You know, they don't look to see, oh, is this person good in bed? Does this person know how to treat me? Is this person going to be buying me flowers and candy or, you know, be someone to support me for the rest of my life? No. All they care about is, oh, well, he's a Greek god, so... I'll do him, or he's not a great guy, I don't give a shit. People think like that, and people shouldn't. I mean, what's the big deal about, you know, your main appearance anyway? I mean, yes, I understand you have to be attracted to someone, you have to have that spark between you, but you don't need to be like this great goddess, you know, or a great god to have someone attracted to you. It's just weird, you know, and then... What happens if they're not really that great god? And they're like, oh my god, you're incredibly hot, and then you don't like them. How does that work? Whatever. But, um, that's definitely a weird thing I've never really liked about the kind of gay stereotype. Also the fact, the stereotype has been taken way too far. I mean, I'm gay, I've told some of my girlfriends I'm gay, but all the time they're constantly asking me for stuff. You know, I know how to do, but, you know, I don't do it on a regular basis, and I don't scream, you know, out that I do this shit. Like, like I don't, you know, just, just go and just buy designer things, so just make designer outfits, and, you know, just totally, like, pick out everyone's outfits. Everyone asks me, oh, you're gay, you must know about outfits. Or, oh, you're gay, you must know about hair. Or, you must know how to take care of yourself and use lotion and stuff. I mean, that's so, so stereotyping. You know, there are gay guys out there who do know about that stuff, but there are tons of them who just don't. Saying you're gay doesn't mean, you know, hey, I'm good with, you know, clothes, makeup, and hair, and all that. That's not what you're saying. When you say I'm gay, it means I'm attracted to either the, I'm attracted to the same sex. It's all the same. So, you know, when I came out of the closet, I wasn't just like, oh my god, I'm into fashion, I'm into this, this, this. No, I'm a regular guy, you know, I enjoy, you know, hanging out with my buds, you know, and I don't really like sports. I mean, I don't, that is one thing I actually agree on. I don't like sports, but I'm, I don't fit in the current stereotype. And most, 
most guys out there probably don't. There's just a select few of them who just push the stereotype too far. And it's it just pushes people so far. And I don't think, you know, they should push people like that. Um, let's see. Another thing that kind of gets me is people are really weird. I don't mean this just for gay guys. I mean this for everybody. I have known certain people who basically will find, you know, the guy of their dreams. You know, he's, he's great. You know, he's a, you, know he, you can rely on him. He brings you flowers and chocolates. You're attracted to him, blah, blah, blah. But I've had several guys turn me down, you know, just because they say they want to play the field. You know, they want to, you know, go out there and, you know, date all the guys there is to date, you know, find all the scum in a particular area. And then they would come back and rely on me again once they're done. Well, that can't happen sometimes because, you know, what if I find a boyfriend between now and then? You're fucked. I mean, you know, I mean, people don't know what they have, truly. I mean, I have been with several guys to where, like, I have done everything right for them. I bought them flowers. I bought them chocolates. You know, I treated them like a prince. You know, even more like a queen, really. But yet they're just like... Oh, well, you know, you're nice and everything, but you're a nice guy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? Nice guys don't finish last. I have seen and heard of a lot of incidences where actually, majority of the time, the nice guy actually gets the date. But a lot of the time, it doesn't happen soon off the bat because when the guy you like, you know, you're doing all this stuff for him, he doesn't, he likes it and he knows that you're there. You know, he's, he'll, he'll eventually come back to you if he doesn't find something better. You know, but, you know, if he's, like, dating a whole bunch of shitty guys, he'll eventually come back to you and you all can get together and whatnot. I, myself, would just prefer to, you know, have some guy and date him and actually care about me and actually really like me and want to date me rather than go off and want to play the field. Um, I had uh, several guys like that. I've, I've done traveling for guys. I mean, I seriously, I've, like, left and gone to far, not really far away, but I've traveled, you know, hours of, out of my time to go see people. You know, guys that I like, you know, thinking, hey, maybe something good might come of it. You know, when they, they tell me, oh, yeah, you know, we're in, we like each other a lot. And, you know, we'll spend some time together, blah, blah, blah. Turns out there's nothing there. You know, guy doesn't even really care about me, doesn't dance with me, doesn't kiss me, doesn't do anything the entire night. Shit like that. I mean, I understand if you're uncomfortable with it, but. When you freaking, like, push me as far away from me as you possibly can, even around his friends. I mean, I've had a guy, you know, we were technically on a date, and he told his friends, oh, blah, 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 we're not on a date with each other. And eventually, I think all of these things that are happening, countries will just start fighting with each other, and see, once other countries figure out our weaknesses, like, say, for example, we're really weak against nuclear attack, for example. And we proved that somehow with the war in Iraq, or we were really weak with, you know, we didn't have a lot of um, ground troops. We didn't have a lot of aerial, you know, troops or something of that nature. The people will, you know, study it and actually, you know, strengthen their armies and strengthen their people to where they could fight us. And then, I mean, if we ever got into another nuclear, you know, another world war that maybe had nukes involved in it, and the country... The entire planet could be destroyed all because of greed and hate, you know, over people doing such stupid things like, you know, attacking people without good reason and, you know, staying, you know, in a country for several long months after, you know, the fact that, you know, there was no 
harmful threat in that country anymore. We should have pulled our troops out because it's their own country. I mean, honestly, we shouldn't run their country. It's like Great Britain. When Great Britain had their hold around us back when we tried to become our own independent nation, and yet all Great Britain wanted to do is, oh, we're going to keep you under our belt. We're going to keep you under our belt. We fought and we fought and we fought to get our own freedom. And that's what I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, it's okay to help them back on their feet, but to constantly stay there and attack the country and keep attacking them, trying to keep everyone under your whelm and under our government, that's not right. The Iraqis should be under their own Iraqi government. I mean, even if, you know, they don't have a government, I mean, I mean if even if all their, you know, government officials got wiped out, you know, maybe help them, you know, reestablish a new government. And then once the government's been reestablished, you know, back off. But don't, you know, cause like a whole lot of, you know, little wars and bomb threats and all that. That's it's stupid. There's no reason for that. There's no reason for us to have stayed in, you know, Iraq as long as we did and lose as many people as we did. Had we not, you know, had we not been over there and peeving all those Iraqis off, we probably wouldn't have lost so many people. And a lot of these families would have still, you know, had their children today, you know, and wouldn't have to worry about losing so many people. So... That's kind of what I... Budweiser commercial featuring the crew cut. Where there's life, there's fun. At a concert or a show, in your own backyard, wherever you go. Budweiser's here is for folks to know where there's life. There's fun, Budweiser. Well, everyone, that's our episode. Join me next time.